And welcome, everyone, once again to another edition of the Indiana Football Coaches Association's official podcast. I'm your host, Coach Dave Baumgartner, and my co-host, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber, will be along shortly. As in this podcast edition, we're going to be talking about the ratings board as everyone is uh, gearing up and now uh, moving through their first week of official practice uh, for each one of their teams. And we're hoping everyone is uh, getting along well there and that uh, things are going smoothly as planned. Uh, And as coaches, we all know that there are certainly some hiccups that happen along the way. But uh, nevertheless, we also know as coaches that we will all persevere and get through it because... That's just what we do. At any rate, we've got the ratings board. We're going to be talking about that. And we'll also talk about some upcoming podcasts that we have. Lots of good information. We certainly hope that things are going well. And we want to thank all of you for tuning in. Hang on. It's going to be good. Big Cat Promotions is a promotional and fundraising distributor of well over 100,000 products. Everything from megaphones to stadium cushions, player posters, we can give you a quote on any promotional or fundraising item you can think of. Koozies, mini footballs, helmet and locker stickers, Big Cat Promotions has got you covered. So the next time you need or are considering a promotional or a fundraising product, give me, the Big Cat, a call. And we will give you a quote from a number of vendors so you can shop and compare. Big Cat Promotions, 574-551-5916. That's 574-551-5916. Call today. Big Cat Promotions is a proud sponsor of the official podcast of the Indiana Football Coaches Association. And welcome back, everyone. As promised, uh, we are going to be talking about the rating board, and I've got the guy that's in the know and has some knowledge about the rating board and has been around since its conception and runs it and talks to coaches all over the state. So, Coach Ted Huber, Hall of Fame Coach Ted Huber, my podcast partner is with me. And, uh, Coach, let's uh, dig into this topic here and talk about uh, the ratings board, maybe a little bit of the history of it, and, uh, and just kind of go from there. Yeah, we uh, was with the UPS, uh, with the, you know, United International or whatever the heck it was. And uh, a long time ago, like our buddy Bob Bridge was on the board when there was only 12 people. And uh, so it, it became part of the IFCA. So uh, if you will look at the polls, there is an IFCA poll. There's a... Uh, Sagrin poll, and then there's an AP poll. And most of the time, uh, you know, they're there every week. Now, we're there every week. So, right. anyway, uh, the, you know, IFCA has 60 people on it. Uh, we have six classes. There are eight sectionals in each class. And then there are two at-large, uh, at-large north, at-large south. So, okay. um each week, uh, they vote. Uh, they vote their top ten. Uh, they submit it, and we, you know, put it all together, and then it comes out. Uh, it comes out because uh, Jason Simmons, uh, with news and notes, uh, sends it out, and he also sends it out to all the coaches, and the coaches are doing a good job of of making sure it gets in the local newspapers right. and. Uh, you know, there's a preseason poll coming up, and then there's going to be eight weeks, and then there's going to be a final poll. So right. uh, that's 
you know, basically what's going to happen here. And okay. we're going to use this poll uh, as part of our podcast. Right. Uh, as we go along. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, we can talk about that too. Right. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's dig back into this a little bit, though. As far as it goes to, uh, so uh, each class has 10 pollsters in it. Is that correct? Or That's correct. Yes. Okay. Yes. And how are the pollsters chosen? Is that just like you're knocking on the door and saying, hey, what do you think? Or is that just? Well, there's, you know, as it went along, there are people that's been on this board for quite a while. Right. Uh, you know, and uh, then as it each two week or each two years, there is realignment. Okay. Yeah. And sure. we are in that realignment now. Right. And uh, so that will change things because, mm-hmm. for instance, there's going to be uh, 16 people that's going to be new this year. Uh, on the rating board uh, because uh, class changes because of a uh, job change. Sure. Like for instance, uh, we both know John Barron. John right. Barron went from Plymouth to John Glenn. And when uh, you get to the 3A, there was no room for him. So therefore he's not on the, the you know, the rating board anymore. So right. that's, you know, people change jobs. Sure. Uh, the class changes. Uh, there was one, uh, Harrison, I think, West Lafayette. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, changed uh, the sectional. It didn't work out. Okay. Sometimes mm-hmm. it works out. Sometimes it doesn't. And then uh, there are people who will get, uh, who will have a class change. For instance, a man named Rand Ballard at South Dearborn mm-hmm. uh, went from a four to a three A class, and it just so happens worked out that uh, we needed somebody as an at large in three A, so he maintained his job. You know, okay. so right. anyway, it's kind of a uh, I, I don't know. It, a lot of these people uh, who've been on it for quite a while, like for instance, Bart's on it. Bart Curtis is on it. He's right. an at large in the north mm-hmm. uh, in six A. And, right. uh, those guys who are leaders in the IFCA, they're leaders in their region and, uh, they are very, uh, you know, highly regarded as far as the, uh, IFCA and right. being very truthful about it. Um, uh, a lot of these guys that uh, this is very, very important to them, right. Right. uh, you know, uh, because uh, not only do they vote, uh, you know, every week, uh, their top 10, but when the season's over, uh, they come up in the first week of December because that's right after the state finals. We right. have a meeting mm-hmm. and uh, they come together, the 60 people plus the people that run it right. and uh, select the all state team, right. the top 50 right, right. offense and defense mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the senior all state and the junior all state. Sure. So uh, yeah. it's a very important part of our, uh, of the IFCA. All right, let me ask you this question. Now, let's go back up here a little bit. Okay, let's say that I'm on the board, which I am not. Uh, but um, so what, okay, I get done with my Friday night game and I just beat, you know, somebody 60 to nothing and it really doesn't matter, but I won. Whether I won or lost is really irrelevant. But and my duties then as a board member, how do I report? When do I report? I mean, how's that work? Well, in the, um, uh, in the computer, uh, 
Darren Fisher's in charge of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, the, they have a poll that they go to, and it's all set up. We tested it, and I think it's going to work again. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they go in, and they can vote, and they vote their top ten. Okay, now as long just, as they vote, right? I'm top ten in their class. class. In their class, right? Okay. In their class, that's the only ones they get to vote Access, for. Is their class? Right. So, Makes sense. Okay. Um, and so, therefore, that's where we get the results from all this. And then when we total them, then that's where the, uh, you know, that's where the results come out of. Right now, obviously, though, the the voters are taking into consideration the results from the past Friday night's games, I'm assuming. I, I mean, that's the basis. We would hope that they right. would, yeah. yeah, yeah we yeah. would hope that they would, right. Okay. And right. I try to do something that uh, is probably unnecessary, but I do it anyway. But I I told you, know, I got a sheet that uh, shows who plays who on that, and we will use that sheet, by the way, uh, in our podcast. But right. uh, then uh, I, I do the results. And then late Friday night, I will send it out to all these people. Mm-hmm. So in case uh, they don't have a newspaper that's up to date or they don't look like, you know, they don't want to look and see who won or right. whatever, have access to it. Right. Uh, then then they'll have that. They'll see that, you know, Center Grove beat Carmel 24 to 21. Right. You right. know, or something sure. like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, well I would imagine that would be immensely helpful. So I, I would think that that would be if I were on that, I would certainly want to see that sheet uh, as I make an evaluation as to who I vote for whatever first, second, third or fourth place or whatever. And when they vote, it's the voting of what, the top 10? Uh, their the top class? 10 in their class. Yeah. Okay, I see. From All 1 right. through 10. Right. right. Okay. All right. And then <laughs> excuse me, you compile um, from the 10 guys, uh, that are feeding your information, let's just say for class six, a, and you would take Bart's results and the other members, uh, on the crew, their results. And then you and Maureen compile that or how are you the guy that, or does the computer just automatically? Yeah. We, nah, well, the computer does it if you're smart enough to use the computer <laughs> and, uh, you know, it also helps if, if everybody votes correctly. Okay. Everybody votes one through 10. Right. Only have one, one, one or one, two and one, you know, three don't have, you don't skip one and say you forgot about it. And now you got two people voted in sixth place. Anyway, if those, then the computer automatically figures it out. Okay. Uh, there's a little bit of adjustment there, but, uh, for the most part, it's, it's, you know, it's not Computerized. that hard. Yeah. Okay. Right. All right. And as long as everyone, the 10 people within the, the voting block, uh, does their jobs correctly, it, it's a pretty smooth operation then. Yeah. And we also ask them, and uh, sometimes it doesn't work out, but we also ask them to vote prior to, uh, let's say Sunday at uh, three o'clock. Okay, so there's a deadline. Uh, you know, uh, some of them vote Friday night. Uh, most of them vote on Saturday. Right. Uh, it comes into the computer, and then uh, you know we ask them to do that because uh, you know when I when we get all sixty people voted, now right. we can figure up all the results. Right. Right. And so you know, it's the old idea that I can remember that. Uh, a guy by the name of Lee Corso I worked for said one time, he said, you think your 
time is more valuable than his time. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? In sure. other words, if, you, if you're a guy that's supposed to vote, and you don't vote. Uh, you're holding up the, you the know, process. you're holding up the process here and let's go. So, so if, uh, if so, just yeah. to emphasize that a little bit, so out of the 60 people, if one guy doesn't vote, that holds up the process. Is that what you're saying? Well, yeah, because you can't, you can't vote. Uh, you can't, uh, can't calculate. Add up the, yeah. Yeah. You can't calculate. Yeah. Right. Okay. All right. Okay. All right. Now, uh, one thing here too, that's kind of interesting is of course we had going last year, on the podcast when we had the distinguished Mr. Bob Bridge and, of course, a Hall of Fame coach uh, Bob is and, uh, of course, another newly Hall of Fame member, Marty Huberon, and we were talking about different things and about uh, upcoming sectional competition and regionals and all that kind of stuff there. Uh, I think at the end of it all, didn't we? Didn't you point out to me that the ratings board was relatively accurate on – the selections as far as it goes to who made it to the state finals and that kind of thing or not? Or is that, yeah, they, I think, I think they do a heck of a job truthfully. I mean, you know, right. they're, they're very conscientious about it. And of course, sometimes you can't, you can't, uh, it doesn't work out because, uh, one plays four. Right. Right. And only one of them, it's you know, knock can, them out. Uh, sure. obviously. Advanced. Yeah. So, yeah. but for the most part, yeah, they, uh, they do a really good job. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so, and at this point right now, uh, you're going to have a preseason poll come out and you've got every, you've got all the members, all 60 members are in place ready to do that. Is that yes, it? they are. Okay. Yeah. And then, and like uh, I said, there's 16 new ones. Right. Uh, there's two that are carried over in different classes. So that therefore there are, uh, if, if that, with that 18, there are 42, uh, return guys coming back okay. from a year ago, right? Uh, not necessarily in the same sectional right. now, yeah, because the sectionals change, or the same class for that matter, right. or the same class. There's a couple that are changed there, right? But, uh, for the most part, uh, you know, uh, we make sure that those people that have the experience of doing it and are good board members uh, sure. get a chance to come back. Yeah. If we can. All right. Yeah. Now, now those guys in a preseason poll, uh, I would think that you're on a, um, considerably more thin ice, if you will, as opposed to when you're actually in season making your selections, because what are they basing? I mean, and we don't really know this, but we can make some assumptions here that obviously the results from the state championships, um, for instance, let's use center Grove as an example, since they've won, 28 in a row right now. I think that's what the number is more than likely based on that. They, it's a good chance that they would be number one in six a for for example. Yeah. I will guarantee you that center Grove and Indianapolis cathedral will be one and two in six a in the preseason poll. Okay. Cause see Indianapolis cathedral goes now. They are, uh, they are up went up yeah. from five a to six a. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, those are the two that, uh, that will be, you know, right. I mean, that, that's how, you know, you, you look and see there's two state champions there and, right. and all that kind of thing. So, sure. uh, it's, you know, it's purely subjective for the most part, right? because, you know, who knows who's going to be good again, but, uh, right, right. it's a lot easier when you get to where somebody is four and oh, Right. And somebody else is one and three. You got to kind of figure that right. four and oh is probably a better, 
football team. Right, right. And, yeah. and, and of course, you know, there's trends in different programs also. Uh, the two you just mentioned there, they have a such a strong tradition in winning and that kind of thing uh, and having strong records and all that kind of stuff that they're probably going to fall in there. Now, uh, where it gets a little bit um, dicey, so to speak, I would think would be when you got, um, of course, graduation hits all programs, uh, and then you've got um, the situations where there is some differences. They may be in a lower or maybe a higher class, probably a lower class, or or they stay the same and they are hurt by graduation, but they went, you know, twelve and two last year. I mean, you, we don't really, you don't really know that as a board member though, right? I mean, you might have some inkling that, well, hey, that team last year lost all kinds of kids because of graduation. So that might, that's going to reflect in their preseason rank or not, or is that accurate or what do you think? Well, yeah. I mean, what, you know, what are you going to do? I mean, right. you got, you got no way subjective of doing it. And, right. and so that, that's how it's got to be done. Now they get to, the idea, you know, they they get an idea who's going to be good again, and right. and uh, you know, look at look at the all state team a year ago, right? And uh, see who had all the players on the all state team, and then you can say, ooh, you know, that yeah. uh, that program may not be quite as good as it was, but right. who knows? Right. I mean, sure. The preseason polls are baloney anyway, right? Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, it's just uh, it's just something that you do to get started, right? Right. If you will. Well, and it's you also know? your best. Um, I mean, you're st- still making a people that are informed because of these guys that are on the board. They're still informed, so it, it might be baloney. But the bottom line is, the people that are making the um, uh, evaluations have got experience to do that. They've got credentials, is what I guess I'm saying. Yeah. So yeah, you know, that's important. All right, now let's talk about one other thing here. It comes to mind as I'm uh, chattering away here. Uh, when um, so you got your top ten, and then you have honorable mentions. How does that? Uh, I mean, is what's the parameters? How do you get honorably mentioned? Well, how's that work? Well, what you do is you you add up all the points that you get. So if you're if you're a if you get a uh, you know a first place vote, that's ten points. Okay. Okay, so you, the the most you can get is a hundred. Okay, you know, and in the past uh, couple years, Center Grove has gotten a hundred. Right, and they have ten first place votes. If you look in the poll when it comes out in the paper, mm-hmm. there will also be in parentheses a number. Uh, like for instance, uh, if you is let's go to four A, there mm-hmm. might be three or four people that get first place votes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so anyway, you add the total number because if you get a first place vote, that's ten. If you get a tenth place vote, that's one. Mm-hmm. You add all these numbers up, and the people that have the most points, right, the top ten are yeah. top ten members. Right. Okay. And if you are eleventh, then you will be in the also, uh, you know, also named, if you will, the honorable mention. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. Okay. So, um, and anybody, so is it, I mean, anybody's got uh, a shot at being, I mean, I'm trying to think about, I was going to say everybody's got a shot and they do have a shot of being, uh, polled in this, but, um, you know, not necessarily, um, 
they aren't going to be top 10. So then that's where they would fall into the honorable mention category. Yeah. You know, some of them like for instance, will get, will get two votes. Right. Okay. I mean, they get a vote. Somebody votes them uh, uh ninth and they get uh, two votes. So right. they're obviously going to be in the honorable mention. Right. Yeah. Right. Right. So, and that's really, there's not a real number. We can't say every week there's going to be six honorable mention. It, it fluctuates. Right. Nope. It fluctuates. Yeah. Okay. Yep. All right. All right. The longer the season goes, though, the longer the season goes, the less it fluctuates. Okay. So the honorable mentions either stay there or they actually move into the top 10. Yeah. And then vice versa, the top 10. Uh, if things don't go the way they plan, they drop into the honorable mention or maybe even out of the poll completely, obviously. Exactly. Right. right. Exactly. Okay. I am good. I'm great at stating the obvious. I've always been told yeah. that. So that's, but, okay. but just so it's clear to everybody that, you know, that's how the system uh, uh, works. All right. So um, are we missing anything here? Uh, you want to, what else you want to talk about considering uh, the well, I rating think we board? Can, I think we can, uh, you know, I, let me summarize what's going to happen at the end sure. is, uh, with the all state. Uh, you know, we get, we get together, like I said, in, uh, on the Friday, the first Friday of December after the state tournament's over. Right. And, uh, it works out best if it's face to face a couple of years ago, obviously we did it, uh, not face to face, zoomed but, it. uh, we zoomed it. And, uh, <laughs> so, but it works. Right. Uh, better if it's face to face. Sure. Okay? And you get together and they sit down in their tables where the six A's are all together, the five A's are all together, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Uh, each of them uh, have a class coordinator. Mm. Like, for instance, the six A class coordinator is Jason Simmons. The five oh, okay. A class coordinator is Darren Fisher. Now, okay. those guys have been on the board for quite a while. So right. Uh, you know, we got that. So they are in charge of the meeting. Okay. All right. Now, eight of the eight of the ten uh, are assigned teams, if you will. Uh, like, for instance, in sectional one, which is the northwest section of six A. Right. Uh, we always start with the six and go down, but right. Um, like uh, there, uh, a guy named Shanley, who's at Lafayette, Jeff is is uh, in charge of uh, the first sectional, and there'll be okay. four teams in that sectional. Okay, mm -hmm. there'll mm -hmm. be like Crown Point will be in that, and you know th those are the people from up north, okay, right. up there. Right, right. And uh, Corey Yeoman, for instance, is in uh, sectional two. Right. Now that's obviously around the South Bend area. Sure. So point is. Uh, the point is that those, uh, those guys now, uh, when the season's over, they get from those people in their, in their sectional, right. they get their uh, all state nominations. Okay. We have forms and we are very, uh, good about making sure that people use the right forms and all that because right. it works out better. Right. And so they get that, those forms. So now eight of those sectionals, we get all the nominations. All right. Mm -hmm. Now the two at large are going to vote, but they don't have anybody to get, you know, nominations. Right. From, if you will. Right. All right. Cause there's five in the North, five in the South in each one of the classes. Sure. And so we take those and then 
we do the top 50 first. Right. All right. We used to do uh, the, the uh, senior All-State, and then when a guy was senior All-State, but then he became top 50, we said, whoops, you know, we got to – it just didn't work out, right? right. You know, right. bookkeeping, if you will. Sure. So, anyway, we do a top 50. Now, the top 50 um, – Players. You know, we players. have a little bit of adjustment in there because of the players. We right. try to get the 50 best players. Right, right. Okay, and for instance, if we have, most of the time, there's 10 offensive linemen in the top 50. Right. All right, now, if we happen to have 11 all-state guys, we yeah. happen to have 11 uh, Division One a recruit guys, Right. then we're going to make 11 offensive line right sure okay and we're going to have to cut it down somewhere right um you know that kind of thing so anyway uh, you know there's there there's basic numbers the 10 offensive linemen if you will right uh you know you have so many you got like two tight ends you got like four running backs you right. got like six wide receivers quarterbacks are fluctuating waiting if there's Sure. You know, four really, really good quarterbacks, right. and you got to have four quarterbacks because they're the best players. Right, right. Okay. Now, so the, anyway, go ahead. I was just going to say, yeah. The other thing, it's and maybe I'm wrong in this, but you've, you've got to respect the classes too. There's got to be X amount of. Is that not in not, the top fifty? Okay, not in the top fifty. Okay, no, nope, right. not in the top fifty. The uh, top the top fifty players, it doesn't make any difference. What class? Now, I will in? tell you this. Yeah. For the most part, you're going to have more six A's than anybody else in the top fifty. Sure, just because that's where most of the best players are. Well, that's where all the competition. But there is yeah. no, there is no, uh, no, no. Um, and then once you get to, and then once you get to the uh, the senior all state and the junior all state, the numbers go down, and uh, obviously you don't have to worry about classes because those are the ones that pick their own class right right sure okay the time that class comes into play is when you actually pick the north south all-star teams exactly right 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 okay right. right i was a little confused but that's not unusual for me so but at any rate uh, okay well that that kind of summarizes that all uh, up and then once that top 50 comes out that's published obviously and made people are made aware of that yeah, we have a top 50, and then we also have a senior all-state team. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. And then we have a junior all-state team. Right. Now, somehow, every once in a while, a junior will fit into a senior all-state team. Okay. I don't know how that works, but right. it does. Right. Uh, right. You know, but uh, anyway, what we try to do is get the best players, sure. obviously. and. Sure. The, the thing that we're most proud of as far as the Indiana Football Coaches Association is we feel like that we evaluate and we the process that we go through, uh, we pick the best player. Right. Okay. Sure. It's not a popularity contest. No, no. Uh, you know, and, you know, I don't want to get anybody in the media mad at me, but, right. uh, you right. know, would you rather have a coach telling you who the best players right, were right. or a sports writer? Well, yeah. yeah, and it's based on the coaches' poll. Uh, we're talking stats and facts here, too. I mean, you're going on numbers. A lot of it, I would think, is based on numbers. I don't know that, but but 
I mean, if you got a receiver, well, it depends that's, on what position. Well, yeah, you know, I yeah. mean, it's kind of hard to get numbers know. on an offensive lineman, but you could, right. yeah. So, yeah. but all right, okay, I get all of that, and I think that uh, you know, you got to. It's very commendable of what uh, the rating board does, and the people that are involved in that, and to make that kind of commitment uh, uh, through the whole season, as well as uh, most of these guys are active coaches. So they've got their own programs that they've got to deal with too. So that makes it even. All these guys are active coaches. coaches yeah, right. Okay. All sixty of them are uh, active have day coaches. Job, okay. Okay. All right. All right. Anything else, coach, that we need to talk about in regard to well, the rating? Well, I think that we ought to throw out. I think we ought to throw out the the actual sixteen people that were honored a year ago that won't be, and we don't have to go in detail. But right. Uh, you know, like for instance, there's some pretty, uh, pretty heavy hitters. Uh, you know, I talked about there's a first of all in six A, the six A guys. There's the same ten guys. Okay. Okay. Now right. there's a couple three who are uh, different sectionals, and uh, Jason Simmons, for instance, was in sectional six. I think I'm not sure five or six, but now he's right. the uh, at large and. You know, that kind of thing. But anyway, sure. 6A has the same tent. Right. Now, 5A, 5A, uh, there are four guys that uh, are not on him anymore. A guy okay. by the name of Mac Mishler from Hammond Morton. Uh-huh. Uh, Terry Peoples from Harrison, West Lafayette. Didn't work out for him because of the uh, sectional change that he had. Kyle Park. Right. You know Ocean. that name. That's Ocean. And mm-hmm. uh, he is no longer at Goshen. Right. So, therefore, he. He's not on it. And then a guy by the name of Bill Peoples, right. who uh, is Terry's brother, but Bill Peoples is the head coach at Indianapolis Cathedral. Right. And so he, he went to 6A, right. and no we already had somebody in his position in 6A, so yeah. therefore, uh, you know, we, I, we, he's not on there anymore. Yeah, if I can put a biblical okay. biblical spin on it, there was no room at the end. for There you go. Him. Okay. Right. All right, gotcha. And like – for instance, and then and then in the four A, John Barron, he changed jobs. There right. was no place. Bob Prescott is interesting. Uh, Bob Prescott was a Huntington North, right? And you know how much work he does for the IFCA. He He's is a workhorse. Chairman and, you Absolutely. Know, yeah. Absolutely. And uh, so he has suggested that we put somebody else in his position because he runs the meeting. Sure. Okay. In December. Right. All okay. right. And it's a lot easier to run it when you're not sitting at uh, the 4A table sure. trying to do two jobs. Right. And so uh, he gave up his job. And uh, um, a friend of both of ours uh, from Angola, Indiana, Andy Thomas, Very good. Uh, is going to take his position. Great. And uh, so Bob Prescott, because of the job, and then Rand Ballard, I mentioned, it worked out for him as he, as he went from – uh, class four to three, and it worked out for him. So, by the way, uh, I just wanted to say uh, with Coach, in regard to Coach Prescott, uh, they've got a beautiful new facility down there now that they've got a new field, new stadium. It's just gorgeous. Right. So, uh, right. uh, best of luck to Coach Prescott and his new um, field and new facility. I think it's going to really make a big, important step up for Huntington North football. Well, we hope that people down Absolutely. there will uh, see the value of football. Uh, 
you know, it's, it's always been a, it's always been a problem at Huntington trying to get people, uh, the best athletes out for football. Sure. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, you know, as you know, uh, football is a team sport yeah. and it's, you know, numbers are important. Sure. So absolutely. All, All right. right. Moving on to three, so, a, uh, we got a guy by the name of Blaine Parker who, uh, has, has switched, uh, has switched jobs. Mm-hmm. Uh, Blaine, uh, Powell from, uh, Sullivan, who, uh, was switched, uh, classes and then Reed May, who is a longtime member oh, yeah. at Brownstown central, a longtime member of the coaching profession. Sure. We had him on, we have, you know, a long time ago when mm-hmm. we first started this thing. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he, uh, he, uh, went from, uh, class three, a to two, a, and right. there was no room for him. So, uh, he's not on it anymore. Mm -hmm. Um, and there's the most changes is in two A. Okay. Okay. Uh, Chris Meeks from Rensselaer central. He, he switched classes. Okay. Uh, Adam Barry from pioneer went from two to one Mm -hmm. and there was no room for him. Uh, Matt Thacker, uh, obviously a good friend of yours Absolutely. Mine, you bet. Uh, at Fairfield. Uh, they went from uh, two to three. Right. Uh, there was no room for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Herb King, uh, who was a one, uh, he was two last year at Seeger. Now he's at Fountain Central. Uh, it worked out for him. Okay. Uh, you know, there was a spot for him. And then a guy by the name of Ross Fuchs from uh Forest, Forest Park. Park, way down south. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he gave up his coaching job. Okay. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, Troy Burgess in 1A. Um, uh, Brian Moore. We talked about Brian Moore. Him, his dad is now being the assistant uh, for him. Right. And, uh, so, uh, you know, uh, Greg uh, Gibson from All right. Perry Central, way down mm-hmm. south. So, yeah. Anyway, those are the guys that those are the guys that uh, were on the board that aren't on the board okay. anymore. There's 16 of them, and uh, mm-hmm. you know. So yeah. as we look at these, uh, I, I I made it very easy, and you know we don't have to get into you know. But if you will look, if we had a map of Indiana, for right. instance, and you had it on the wall, mm-hmm. okay, uh, and the Northwest you know, is Gary and Hammond and all those places sure. and South Bend and Fort Wayne. And mm-hmm. then you had Lafayette, which is uh, uh, region four. And then Muncie area is region five. Uh, region six is like Terre Haute. Mm-hmm. And then seven is the city of Indianapolis and the surrounding area. Right. Eight is somewhat close. Nine is Evansville and 10 is the southeast corner down there of uh, Jeffersonville, New Albany, and all those places. Right. So if you look at that map, that's how these sectionals that the IHSAA, which we talked to, right. um, and Falcons about, right. uh, that's how they, uh, that's how they, you know, fit these sectionals in. And basically these guys are in charge of, uh, the area where they're from. So, Sure. Uh, for instance, I mentioned that uh, that uh, Pat Shanley from Lafayette, Jeff, uh, he, he's in sectional one. Right. Rory Yeoman's in sectional two. Mm-hmm. Uh, Chad Zolman from Homestead is in sectional three, which right. is Fort Wayne. And mm-hmm. 
so on and so forth. Right. And then you get down to uh, Bart in uh, in the north and Jason Simmons in the south. Right. Uh, as far as the at large is concerned, so sure. Sure. Um, that's how this is all worked out. And uh, sometimes it depends on what class it is. Like for instance, in five A, uh, if you look at five A, um, you know you got Brad Cease, who is a new member this year. Right. Uh, he went from six to five. Right. And a guy by the name of Mac Mitchler from Hammond Morton uh, no longer is the coach there. So. Right. That was open, so Brad Cease took that. And okay. then uh, you got uh, a guy by the name of uh, Phil Mason, who is the Michigan City coach, who uh, second – is that the second game of the year for the Warsaw Tigers? No, it's actually our first this time around. Okay, that's the first one. The wolves are uh, coming is, to Warsaw. Uh, he is not – he is not uh, – was not on it a year ago, but he had been on it prior to that. Right. Okay, so uh, he has a chance to get back. And then right. Craig Taylor from Concord. So, right. you know, I mean, there's, there's these guys are all, they just fit into the section. Sure. All right. They yeah. fit into the section. Kurt yeah. Tipman. Right. Uh, from Fort Wayne. Yep. Okay. Um, we have Brian Woodard from Plainfield. Right. Scott Bless is a new member from Bloomington North. Right. Uh, his brother, uh, Right, uh, is from Avon, and right. he's on it. But well, known, six A. Well, okay. known name. Yep. Yeah, James Bragg uh, from uh, Floyd Central, uh, way down south. Right. And then you have uh, Keith Kinder from Mishawaka sure. is now an at-large member of the okay. board. And then Doug Good. Hurt from Castle, there you go. who went from sectional sixteen. Uh, now he is in uh, as a, uh, the south. Uh, at large, okay, uh, because that's that's how it works out. Sure, you know? I mean, mm. you try to keep the same people, and uh, it all it all worked out. Sure, so, sure. Well, that's uh, good. That's good. Yeah. And you look yeah. at four. All right, four mm-hmm. is very strong class. Right. Uh, Keith Kilmer from uh, Lowell, uh, obviously, is up in the is the region area. Nate right. Andrews from Northwood, right, has been around a while. Uh, Nate Andrews, anyway, is the <coughs> Nate Andrews is the uh, class coordinator okay. uh, for 4A. I mm-hmm. think Darren Fisher was the class coordinator for 5A. Mm-hmm. You know, and sure. then you have uh, you have a new uh, uh, Sherwood Haydock's been on it forever, uh-huh. and uh, he was at Woodland. Uh, now he's at Fort Wayne Wayne. So obviously he's up in the northeast corner of the state, right? Uh, Alex Stewart from uh, Western is a young coach that uh, has gotten involved. Mark right. Rake from Northview. Okay. Uh, he also uh, has come up on the scene, mm-hmm. and he is, uh, he is a new new one. Uh, okay. Travis Nolting. Um, Michael Campbell from Greenwood has been around a long time, and he's right. been on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Hurley from right. uh, Evansville Memorial. There you go. Uh, has been around it uh, a lot, and I mentioned Andy Thomas, and then also Jed Richmond from Pendleton Heights. So there's two new at large uh, in the uh, 4A class. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So uh, go ahead. No, that covers that. Pretty well covers everybody that's uh, who was no longer on the board, and then now the new members of the ratings board. So. 
Yeah. yeah. The three, and, you know, if you look at the 3A, uh, if you look at the 3A, uh, Shane Fry is another up-and-coming, been around quite a while sure. now. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, all, they're all kids to me. Right, right. Uh, Mike Davidson from uh, Mishawaka Marion. Mm-hmm. Um, a guy by the name of Chris Overholt, who is a new one from uh, Delta. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is a new one. Uh, Jamie uh, Colmer from Danville has been on it for a few years, and uh, he's returning this year, and he is also the class coordinator. Okay, Nick Hart, uh, Gibson Southern, uh, come up on the scene and uh, is a state champion. Uh, Ryan Kaniga from uh, Lawrenceburg. Uh, right. Very, you know, a very prominent program. Todd Wilkerson from Heritage Hills. Uh, if you look at Heritage Hills, there are four, I think it's four, there's four uh, Hall of Fame new ones coming in this year from Heritage Hills. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. And uh, two of them are Purdue guys, by the way. Hail, hail. There yeah. you go. Um, and then you got Bud Osman, an uh, old-time guy from Oak Hill. And uh, I said Ryan uh, ran, ran Ballard. Uh, from uh, South South Dearborn, right. So mm-hmm. you go to two A, and there are one, two, three, four, five new people. Oh wow! In two A, okay, yeah, five new two A. Because people are moving, uh, the classes are moving, right? And uh, you know, uh, Chris Skinner uh, and Ray, uh-huh. uh, state Absolutely. champion. Absolutely, uh, you know. Uh, Brian Nay from Lafayette Central Catholic, mm-hmm. he's new. Paul Sade from Cherubusco, he's new. Those are all three guys that uh, up and coming. Sure. Uh, an old guy named Jeff Adamson from Eastwood uh, has been on it. A new uh, Hall of uh, Famer. Greg Barrett, mm-hmm. Greg Barrett has uh, been around for a while. He's back on the board from mm-hmm. South Vermillion. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tim Miller from LaPel, uh, Tim Abel from Brighton Central, uh, Mike Gable, uh, there's a name, uh, yep, out of Evansville, Modern Day. Mm-hmm. And uh, then you have a new guy, Clay Mannering. His dad uh, was a coach forever uh, in the state of Indiana. Right. And um, it's uh, Clay is at uh, Lewis Cass. Okay. And I'm not so sure his dad's not helping. The Kings. Cats, but, he's yeah. a, mm-hmm. but he's a new one. And then Odd Hurley from Indianapolis, Cecina. Yeah. Uh, he, he's on it. He's the at-large guy. Right. And then you look at 1A, Mike right. Zayner from Culver's been around a while now. Absolutely. Um, he's returning. Herb King mm-hmm. uh, was at Seeger a year ago, and right. now he's at Fountain Central, so... That all worked out. Mm-hmm. A guy by the name of Blake Fetchner from Carol, Flora. Uh, his father-in-law, John Hendricks, from uh, uh, that uh, left Winnemac, uh, mm-hmm. is going to be helping him so he can be with the family. Sure. Brandon Baker from Northfield has been around a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Hostetler from uh, Monroe Central has been around a while now. Right. Rand Langsman from Milan. Uh, there you go. Milan, uh, they do play football in Milan. Yes, they I know do. that there are people who don't believe that, but they do. And they and, just haven't and, made a movie about it yet, but go ahead. And, yeah, and uh, they, uh, 
you know, sometime uh, after 1954, um, you know, there there is life in Milan Absolutely. after 1954. You bet. So a little humor there, not much. No, okay. I got it. Okay. All right. <laughs> uh, Dave Pash from Lutheran, uh, Indianapolis Lutheran State mm-hmm. Champion. Sure. Uh, um, you interviewed Jeremy Lowry. I did. Uh, and South Bend. Uh, he's, uh, from now he's at West Washington. Mm-hmm. He's new, uh, Mike Mosier from Adam central and Bud Larry, Bud Wright from Sheridan, mm-hmm. uh, has been on this thing forever. Yeah, so absolutely. anyway, yeah, those are the guys that, uh, you know, are going to do the up. job. And I, and I do think it's very important. We emphasize that, uh, you know, sometimes, uh, we forget uh, that they have day jobs. Sure. Their only job is not to vote. And right. so I got to be very careful that I don't get, uh, you know, get, I always call Bud right up uh, uh, say, Bud, I know Ted, I know, I know. Right, <laughs> right. right. <laughs> I know. And so, uh, you know, I, and, uh, but when, since I don't have a day job, I mean, you know, right. what else do I have to do? Right. But anyhow, right. These guys are very, very important to the whole process of sure. the ISCA mm-hmm. as far as leadership and uh, with the rating board. And we're going to borrow uh, them, if you will, and make it part of our podcast because, you, bet. Um, you know, like each week uh, we're going to have uh, we're going to have the preview. Right. Uh, as we talked about it, I think we thought we would have a show come out on Tuesday right. and it's the preview for the week. Right. And then we have another, uh, show, uh, sometime over the weekend right. so that, um, you know, it comes out and, uh, that's the results. And then, uh, boom, we go right back to the preview and right. it's just, you know, the, the a cycle. Uh, yeah. Yep. And uh, I just think, I think it's going to work out great. Yeah, and I think, I, do that, too. I think people are going to be really excited about uh, keeping Tuning up in. to date with uh, what's going on. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. All right, coach. Well, that's um, pretty well summarizes everything and it's covered everything uh, regarding the uh, ratings board and how it works and how people are chosen and the changes that have been made and uh, all those uh, things, all the bases have been covered. So uh, I think it makes for, Interesting listening and uh, certainly gives everyone a, a good solid foundation for when you hear about the ratings board, rating, ratings board and you see results of it every week, uh, now you have a little bit better understanding of just how much work um, there goes into um, getting that out to everyone on a weekly basis. So I appreciate that. Okay. I don't All know right. what else to say. You well, know, I mean, I... I'm involved in the rating board, so I know a little bit more about it than, than most, but, Absolutely. Uh, you know, but it's, uh, it's a labor of love for, sure. for me and, uh, for a lot of the guys. Sure. So, uh, All right. you know, well, I'm going to we appreciate what they do. Yeah. I'm going to cue the music here, which means that we are uh, on our way out, uh, this podcast. So we hope everyone has enjoyed it. Uh, coach, uh, we know that there's a guy that, down that's no longer with us but watches us from above down there at Tell City and I know he would be a big fan and was a big fan of the rating board. Yeah, I'm sure he was on it. 
Uh, I don't know that for a fact, but I'm sure he was because he was such a leader uh, in the South. Absolutely. And, uh, that's, you know, we couldn't have done all this without him. Right. Right. All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in. And, uh, hey, it's the first week of practice. Everyone has got things going up, and uh, their wheels are off the ground, so to speak, as we head into this 2022 season. And uh, we're all excited about it. There's all kinds of interesting things that are going to be happening. It's going to be an outstanding season and uh, just going to be a lot of fun to cover. So we hope everyone has enjoyed the podcast and will enjoy the future podcast. And we want to tell everyone that uh, we certainly are appreciative of the things that you guys do in regard to being um, inspirational to your football players as you aspire to make a difference in their lives. And this is one thing I think that, uh, you know, I'm just so proud of all of our coaches across the state um, um, and from all the different classes. uh, uh, We all know the kind of work that you put into this thing. uh, And it started, you know, almost the day after the season ended last year. But I've been through now the summer programs and now into the first week of practice. So we just want to wish everyone the best of luck. Stay healthy and uh, just keep doing all the great things that you're doing for our young people out there, making them not only great football players, but great human beings. Everyone have themselves a great week. Be safe. And we'll talk to you soon on the old podcast. Have a great week, everybody.